First and foremost, happy Thanksgiving to you, to everyone out there. If you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, I just want to say you're a beast. Love the commitment if you're listening it after. Once again, still happy Thanksgiving to you. And obviously with it being Thanksgiving, it is also Black Friday. So I'm delighted to let you know we are having the best deal we have ever had to get started on our online coaching You know me and Kyle, we know we like to reward people that take action and take control of their own journeys. You're not waiting till New Year. You're someone who wants to see results now if you're listening to this podcast. And this is your chance to do it. Our coaching is extra discounted right now. We're giving an extra bonus of time. And I'm happy to announce we're giving our first ever round of Fit, Healthy, and Happy t-shirts. This is going to be the first round and edition of them ever. They're not for sale. They're only going to be for people who come in for the special Black Friday deal. So this is your opportunity to get a Fit, Healthy, and Happy t-shirt, the first ever made, and to get started with online fitness coaching with us so you can see your results, get ready before the new year, lose fat, put on muscle. So if you've been looking to level up your fitness and health with one-on-one coaching, this is the perfect time to do it. Go ahead and DM us on Instagram, the keyword Black Friday to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Now let's jump right into the episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we got a killer episode for you today. We're going to be covering eight foods that will help you lose fat for good. So I'm going to start this off with the news that the title is a little clickbaity. There is no magic food. There's no magic food that's just going to help you peel off weight and just constantly be lean for the rest of your life. But by following the guideline of these foods and understanding the principles behind them, these foods are incredibly powerful. So much so that even for me, I did a big cut last year. I've been able to maintain an incredibly low body fat, about 11% put on new muscle, put on new strength, and be able to eat more food than ever before. In fact, it's even getting hard to gain weight at this point because I've created such a good structure, especially eating within these foods in terms of developing an incredible physique. So I'm not saying this to brag, I'm saying this because you can do this too. You can make this a lot easier and really avoid yourself a lot of the pain that comes alongside eating bad foods. And by really incorporating these eight staple foods into your diet, It's gonna help you maintain a leaner physique where you can also put on more muscle, have more strength, and have more freedom to even eat the foods you love. So one thing we're big on is 80-20. So these eight things kind of comprise my 80%. This is most of my days eating, honestly, is built in and around these foods. And these foods have just been instrumental. And the reason I say that, and the reason there are no magic foods, there are things that are better for, and better bang for your buck. Think clothing. If you're buying clothing, uh, it's Thanksgiving in America right now, so let's give an American example. You can go to Target, you can get incredible clothing that looks pretty stylish, that's nice, that's trendy, for very cheap. It's great value, it's gonna do amazing, it's not gonna break the bank. Whereas you could also go and buy something really fancy like Burberry, Givenchy, Givenchy, sorry, uh, you could buy anything like that and it's gonna look cool, but it's gonna destroy your wallet. And that's okay if you got a big wallet, But foods are like this just the same. You want to be aiming for foods that are very filling, very practical, and that are not going to cost much. The other upside is foods like these are going to be very dense in nutrients. 
They're going to be very filling. They're going to be full of fiber. They're going to have more protein. And by eating more of these foods, you're going to feel more satiety, which is fullness in your day. You're going to have more energy for the gym. You're going to sleep better and you're going to be craving less of other foods. So the more you can build out 80% with whole, hearty, healthy foods, we've used the example. Most typically, these will be the perimeter of the grocery store. So this will be your fresh produce. This will be your lean meats and poultry. And then this will also be some dairy products, which we will get into. So I just want to give a little bit of a preface there because I'm telling you, if you can rework your eating to building these in, it just it's easy mode. It's so simple to hit your protein, so simple to hit your calories. You're not going to be craving food. And the odd time you want to go out and have something really special and fun, it is super easy to fit in. And you're also going to have more energy and happiness than ever before. So I want to give that background. And yes, also the last thing I want to say, there are superfoods, like there are things like kiwis that are like more dense in nutrients relative to something else. But I don't want to get into these specifics because, yes, some foods have more nutrients than others. There's foods I love. There's foods that are amazing. But once again, it's you can kind of really get in the mud with this. And having like a ton of kiwi is not going to cause you to be super fit and healthy. What matters the most is your actual macronutrient intake. So caloric intake, then macronutrient intake, then food timing, and then food variety i suppose and once again everyone likes different things kyle likes fish i hate fish if you go recommending me a bunch of fish and we're like i'm not going to follow this this is stupid so you need to work this in with what makes sense for you you need to understand your total calorie requirements you also need to understand how much protein you should be having in a day but once again by utilizing these foods understanding these principles it is going to make your journey so much easier so i wanted to break that down because I really wanted you to understand the why behind this episode. So first and foremost is vegetables. Surprise, surprise, you probably knew it'd be here. You probably knew it'd be number one and you probably hoped it wouldn't be here. You're probably hoping I'd say, listen, burgers are the secret. They're gonna get you super lean, super jacked, just eat burgers. Sadly, that's not the case and burgers are okay. I actually eat burgers a lot. We'll get into that in a bit, but by eating more vegetables, vegetables are that thing where it's like getting clothes from your older brother. Like the example, my brother, for instance, he's younger than me. He loves my clothes. Like he'll always wear the clothes I pass down to him. It's super intelligent for him because he gets really nice clothes new to him. They're totally free, like no calorie budget and vegetables are similar. So much so that a lot of people say you don't even need to log vegetables because they're so low in calories and they're so full uh, filling. I don't agree to that because this can get messy as well. You can eat a ton of veggies and they can add up to a lot of calories, but it's going to be a lot harder for me to eat a thousand calories of spinach would kill me. My stomach would be so full. I'd be dying. I'd be like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Whereas if you gave me thousand calories of pasta, I'd say, give me four more bowls. Let's keep going. I could do this all day. And that's where the principle of food density comes in. Vegetables are full of fiber, which bond with water, which fill your stomach, which create cause you to be very full. They're very rich in micronutrients, which are going to be amazing for your system, supply you with energy and satiety. And the more you can add in vegetables, the better density you'll have in your day. For instance, if someone just eats chicken and broccoli all day, they're going to be pretty full. It's a, obviously pretty healthy, quote unquote, um, and they're going to be all right, but they might still be a little hungry. If they were to mix in 200 calories of vegetables, 
they would notice a crazy difference in their satiety. They'd feel way more full. They'd just in general be a lot better than someone who added 200 calories of candy, for instance. So by having more of this actual vegetables and padding your day with it, aiming to have it with every meal, really switching your mentality of snacking and snack foods to having vegetables, you'll notice you're not actually that hungry. You can maintain a lower body fat and you have more energy throughout the day. I know this is said time and time again and people beat it uh, more than they probably should, but vegetables are really handy. And if you're wondering how to get it, honestly for me, I've really learned it's just worth it to pay. If you're someone who's gonna be really lazy and not cut stuff up, buy pre-cut vegetables, buy pre-portioned things, pay a little bit more to get a side of vegetables with your meals. Like use these opportunities where you know you're actually gonna save yourself from eating more junk later and really just kind of work in a habit of finding vegetables you like. Carrots are amazing around the house, cucumbers, celery, like a lot of these things are almost zero cals. Like it's amazing how phenomenal they are. You can mix in spinach with your smoothie and stuff. And they're things where you might not see it directly so much with taste, but you will with satiety. And if you're trying to lose fat and keep fat off for good, you can just have a ton of vegetables and you'll notice you can eat way less calories. Awesome. And jumping into number two, just lean meats. I mean, usually I'll have it two times a day. So lunch, there's always the lean meat. I'd say 99% of the time it's chicken, uh, boneless, skinless chicken. Absolutely incredible. Will definitely be your best friend. And then dinner, usually the same. Sometimes I'll have fish. Uh, I know Josh won't, but I'll usually have uh, something like that, right? I'd say chicken though, honestly, is the best staple. I just think it's the best bang for your buck. And it just, it does the job. Like it helps you hit your protein. There's amazing micronutrients. And I'm also going to give you a little bit of a list here. So anytime someone signs up, we send a bunch of different incredible eBooks uh, to our coaching clients. One of them is 53 high protein recipes. Another one here though is a suggested food list. So if you're like, man, I've got 40 grams of protein left, 20 grams of carbs. Let's see what I can get. We have a bunch of different suggestions instead of saying, hey, this is the only thing you can have. If you're out at a restaurant, you can make these decisions, whatever it is. So there's obviously boneless, skinless chicken. Uh, you know, there's different things such as lean cuts of pork, lean cuts of turkey. You know, even ham can definitely be a great option. I'd say most fish sources, you have to also make sure to read that stuff. You know, tilapia is great, salmon's great, but once again, fit it into your budget, like Josh was saying with the money example, and there's just a lot of different great options. Even lean ground beef is one of the greatest things as well. Whenever I do have pasta, I usually try to just opt for stuff like that because I'd rather spend my calories elsewhere, but I do think that if you have some sort of lean meat around your meals, minus breakfast, I usually don't have that, which we'll talk about after, uh, I think you'll be in a really great spot. It'll fill you up and it'll do some great things for your body overall. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Even like kielbasa is such an amazing option for breakfast. It's like one of my favorites. And what's amazing about lean meat, obviously it's gonna be very, very dense in protein. It's gonna be very, very dense in amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein. And there are a lot of amino acids that are exclusive to actual lean meat. So you're gonna get a lot more benefits of just some incredible amino acids like leucine amongst many, many others. So you'll be able to get more incredible benefits within that lean meat. And another bonus, protein is actually the most satiating nutrient. So protein is gonna be low in calories. It's gonna be very filling for you by having more protein. You're gonna be more full throughout the day. With a higher protein diet, you're also able to lose more fat while keeping muscle and or building muscle. So once again, really make a habit to eat more lean meats, even 
even for me, I like to always, if I can, start by eating a bunch of vegetables, then having lean meats, then getting into my carb sources, and I'm able to eat a more moderate amount of carb sources. I notice a lot of people do it different, and they'll really load up on just carbs and grains, and then they'll get into the meats and vegetables. And of course, they're going to be less appetizing than the other two. So if you're able to do that, I would definitely recommend it. And into our third one here is fruits. So it was funny, I was even just listening to a podcast about how back in the day, pineapples were a sign of opulence. And it was like so rare to have a pineapple. I think it was like uh, somewhere in the UK, essentially. And how people would rent pineapples at night and put them in their house to show a status of their wealth because it was seen as a perfect fruit. It was so sweet and so rare and so exclusive. And now it's so easy to be like, I don't want fruit. I want a freaking Oreo or something like that. Like it can be so easy to downplay how amazing fruit is. And once again, with fruit, this is a double-edged sword. Any Too much of anything is bad. If you're just only eating lean meat, like I know there's a whole carnivore push, but you need a variety in your diet. You need a lot of different things. And that's where we're getting at. There is no magic food. There's foods that are going to be better suited to your goals, um, but there are no magic foods. So with fruits, I like to use these as just amazing opportunities for desserts, as incredible snacks, as great carb sources in and around the gym. A banana is like one of the best pre-workouts in my opinion. Can't go wrong. And they're just great to have around. Bananas, apples, like something like pineapple I'm careful with because you can eat a lot of calories with pineapple. So do be aware that they can quite stack up and you need to make sure you're tracking them accurately. But in general, fruits are going to be very high in fiber, high in nutrients, really tasty. And you're just going to get, like I said, most importantly, a great variety of nutrients as well. And the more you can kind of rework your taste buds from just needing a lot of kind of manufactured foods to kind of getting back to more of your basic, just eating really healthy kind of game, fruits, veggies, produce, dairy, like you're just by building a core of what we know is good food, your body will thank you for it and feel better as well. Two of the greatest snacks have already been mentioned, vegetables and fruits. And it's so overlooked because you want to bring in chips to the house, candy, all that stuff. But these things will fill you up and they'll provide you incredible benefits. And while I'm on that topic, like two of the greatest things when you do look at food, essentially, number one should just be like, okay, does this offer value? Does it have micronutrients? Is it healthy? And then another great thing to consider is, does it fill me up? You know, I think those two things alone, if you just comprise most of your diet with something that's good for you, but also offers satiety, you will be in such an incredible spot. There'll be times where you're like, I don't even want anything else. I'm so full. I'm so satisfied. And of course, fit that fun thing in, but it should be within moderation. But number four is just whole grains. So opting for stuff like quinoa, brown rice, oats, uh, they're obviously more nutritious and they provide long lasting energy. And I am a huge fan of this. Like I'll never say there's some people out there who will only be like, who'll be like, you can only have whole grain, like never have white rice, all that stuff. Like there is the benefit in terms of satiation. And there is a little bit in terms of just the nutrients, of course, in stuff that's whole wheat. But I wouldn't say you should be getting like all your fiber. That's a, that's a common myth. You shouldn't be getting all your fiber from whole wheat. You should be getting it from veggies and other healthy options. But when you actually look at our lunch, uh, we post it sometimes on our Instagram. It is one of those things that is so healthy that it's like, it's hard for me to finish. Um, you know, we get lots of protein in from the lean meat, which is chicken. Uh, there's quinoa in there or brown rice. Those are the two options. We get a big cup of spinach, which is incredibly satisfying. And overall, I mean, it's not the tastiest in my personal opinion, but I always look at the benefits past that. And then just a bunch of different veggie options. And the last thing is just some sort of healthy fat, which is usually uh, guac. That's what I personally get. 
and it is the most amazing bowl. When you look at that, I'm like, man, this is so hard to finish. It's so good for me. Whereas if you grab a Big Mac and fries, I could eat that within seconds and just want more of it. And that's the biggest thing you need to consider is this type of stuff will fill you up. It's great for you. And uh, yeah, whole grains are awesome and you should incorporate them in within your calorie budget for sure. Nothing is wrong with carbs. Carbs are a fantastic source of energy. Carbs are actually incredibly anabolic towards building muscle once your protein has been hit. People tend to demonize them, but it's really about getting the right carbs. It's so easy just to have a ton of junk carbs and really carbs become more of a problem. Same with sugars when they're bonded with fat. So when you're thinking things like potato chips, it's entirely different than like Kyle said, like having whole grains or having quinoa or rice. So getting back to those staples, just they feel amazing. They sit so well, especially if you're someone who's training hard, your body needs them and just incorporating them more is just going to benefit you in every way. And the more you go to those staples, the more you'll appreciate them too. And like I said, the more you'll, the less you'll crave those exotic things. So it's a really, even yesterday, like a baked potato, potatoes are awesome options as well. Like they're one of the, I think the greatest foods for like food density and satiation relative to calories. So like there are just so many options and it's so easy to overlook them for novel things. But really like most things, going back to the basics of your eating, if you're seeing a theme here, are just gonna make life so much easier for you. And even for me, like this is how I diet still train really hard, still live my life and still have a lot of energy. So if you're looking to maintain a leaner physique by padding your diet with these things, you're gonna be so much more full, you're gonna be so much more happy and you're gonna be getting the energy you need. Because if I'm dieting eating these foods and Kyle's on a diet only eating McDonald's, theoretically, if he hit his nutrients, he could look the same as me, but psychologically it would be so much harder because the satiation wouldn't be there. There's other issues like trans fats, he wouldn't be feeling good, his skin probably wouldn't look as good. But at the end of the day, like it's just going to make it easier and that's where these foods are going to help you stay leaner so definitely keep that in mind the next one i want to say the one nutrient we haven't covered is healthy fat sources so fat does not make you fat having healthy fats are fantastic they're great for regulating hormones they do a lot of amazing things and i actually really like a high fat diet i really enjoy like olive oil like extra virgin olive oil is a fantastic source of fat i also love things like avocado i love just a myriad of amazing things and by having better sources of it especially if more calories there's nothing wrong with having fattier meats like you're porks your beefs that are a little bit less lean like you can take advantage of some of more of these exotic cuts if you will um, which can be absolutely nice but like this is just where it is dependent on your goal if you're cutting and wanting to be leaner obviously these things will take more of your budget some of the designer clothes analogy but all in all you don't have to cut out fats they're not horrible for you they have a use case you just got to find the right ones Absolutely. And that's going to bring me well into number six, which is awesome because, you know, it's Greek yogurt. And within that, it's amazing. You make it how you want. Obviously, the plain Greek yogurt is the most beneficial in terms of just like protein and it's less sugar and less carbs, which once again, carbs are not the enemy, but I do prefer the plain one. Um, and what's great about it is I can add in different flavors from the stuff that I incorporate, whether that's a tablespoon of peanut butter, uh, I always add strawberries, uh, blueberries, and then kind of working off of the healthy fats, like Josh mentioned, chia seeds, um, sometimes some granola, and then also hemp hearts, which is another great thing that I've been adding and adding in and I've had this breakfast every day similar to Josh for the better part of uh probably a year maybe two years now and it's just been great to me like I don't think about it and I always look at 
what's the best bang for my buck? And, you know, while I'd love like eggs and all this other stuff, like I always think, what can I make that's the most efficient? That's the best thing for me. That's going to fill me up. And I always like the pros and the cons, right? So this to me takes a few minutes. It's incredible. It's fantastic in terms of filling me up to hold me like before my workout before, you know, just so I'm not super hungry during uh, until lunch, all these amazing things. And I can switch it out. So if I'm like, okay, I'm doing blueberries now and I'm kind of sick of it, which I'll never get sick of it, but I'm using it as an example. I'll just buy raspberries next time. That's no problem. And all these things that we've kind of shared can encompass like this amazing Greek yogurt yogurt formula. And uh, it's just something we love to talk about and share on our stories and give it a try because I guarantee you it can definitely help you in some way or another. Yeah, this is the only one I included as its own individual food because even amazing thing about Greek yogurt is it's a probiotic, which is amazing for gut health. I find it just sits amazing. And I know a lot of people say, I'd love to have Greek yogurt, but I'm lactose intolerant. There's actually very little lactose in it because of the bacteria in it actually doesn't bug me at all and i'm lactose and you can analyze that for you you can also go ahead and get lactose free greek yogurt and you have a lot of options within the greek yogurt if you like a little bit of sugar and you have a few more carbs to spare you can get the flavored ones they taste fantastic i've actually kind of gone away from it and like i said i've been trying to minimize the exoticness of my diet and i've been just going more to a whole foods diet and i just been feeling fantastic like i just feel like my stomach feels amazing my energy is amazing my digestive system is incredible and it's just one of those things where cleaning it up has been amazing so i've just switched to just plain greek yogurt and i've actually really quite enjoyed it and i add that variety by having more fun fruits as kyle mentioned like even i've been integrating like some pomegranates which has been amazing and you can even add to the greek yogurt like i put chia hemp and like can really add some more granola for some more carbs and you can really manipulate it to be exactly what you want it's super easy it's so satiating it's an incredible snack if you need protein like even just greek yogurt and granola is like my go-to and like this one has just been like the one food that has really connected the dots for me and i know it has for a lot of clients as well so that's why i wanted to include it as a standalone thing uh, some people like cottage cheese too that's not my thing but if you like it go for it but if you're not using it i would definitely recommend integrating more of it it's insanely filling like if you have 300 calories of greek yogurt you will be pretty full um, and that's why it makes for a phenomenal snack once again 300 calories of potato chips would be like a joke you could keep going so that's where like you have to have a trade-off of that food density next up is dairy products coming from the person who is lactose once again there's lactose free milks but even skim milk in general is such a great source of protein very minimal carbs and no fats which is phenomenal now if you have more calories to spare go ahead have whole milk have two percent milk like you can play with it to kind of make it fit your macros and actually if you look at it, like two percent milk is actually incredible macros just for like a general split of a normal person so you can absolutely incorporate that to get in some more protein even as a standalone it's good you can mix it with things have it with cereals but in general too you're going to get calcium protein you're just going to get a lot of different options there and going on to the milk example you want to be careful with liquid calories liquid calories really can add up and they can be negative and that's going to take us into our last one today which is just having more things in your day that are liquid that aren't going to hurt you so if you're having like cokes you're going to be throwing calories out the window cranking sugar having a ton of unnecessary carbs but if you're having things like sparkling water even diet beverages kombucha coffee tea 
using these things can kind of fill the gaps. And uh, it was funny, Andrew Huberman said, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of true. He said to him, he always saw snacks as being a thing more for kids. And it's funny how it is really ingrained in us that we just constantly need snacks. Like I'm bored, I need a snack or I'm watching TV, I need a snack. So even me, I've been trying to work on like getting away from the attitude of needing a snack and instead saying, when am I hungry? I'm going to eat a meal. And I've just been doing four to five meals now, which I've been enjoying. I've been playing around with that lately, but it is something to be mindful of because you can snack away a ton of calories, especially later at night. And instead, like kind of replacing that attitude and being like, I'm going to have a tea. I'm going to have sparkling water. I'm just going to drink water. Sometimes you don't know, I'm just going to enjoy this water. It's going to be nice. Or sometimes it's nice to have nothing and give your digestive system a break. And not that there's anything inherently wrong with snacking, but you need to analyze it for your goals and your time frame. And most snack foods tend to be more negative and that's where you need to be careful and like i said there's an exception to every rule you need to see what works for you in your journey you might do a lot of things that are off these lists and they might be incredible for you that's absolutely okay these aren't exhaustive you don't only need to eat these things case in point like really analyze is the food you're eating building you up bringing you to your goals feeling good in your system work off that and then you can still have fun things even for me, I eat burgers a good chunk. Like I'll buy the Kirkland uh, top sirloin burgers. They're pretty solid macros. I'll get a smaller bun because it's kind of just what I like. It's really good macros. It works. Is it the healthiest thing in the world I can eat? You could argue that a lot of different ways. And I'll get a white bun too because I'll be like, ah, I'm having more calories. I don't need the whole wheat. But that's where it gets so nuanced to you and your goals. And it's more important you understand your actual macronutrient breakdown, your caloric intake, your protein intake, and then you worry about these things. I know people that have no conception of the calories they eat, the protein they eat, and they'll worry that they're eating the freshest, most organic apples. And it's like, okay, but you're also having like a bottle of wine a night and a pizza every other day. Like, so you, you gotta look at things as a whole, be honest with yourself. And I promise you, even just make a habit to say, I wanna eat a little cleaner this week. Still enjoy these fun things. That's what the 80-20 is for. There's nothing wrong with just having something you really want to have. You notice you have control. makes it a lot easier. You feel better. You'll have more clarity. And once again, if you want help knowing exactly what to eat, the nutrition protocol that's going to build you up, put on more muscle, lose more fat, and you want to get the best results of your life, this is your chance with our Black Friday deal. The deal has never been better. You have the opportunity to get the first ever Fit Healthy Happy t-shirt only for new Black Friday signups. So once again, DM us on Instagram with the keyword Black Friday to start your journey today to get incredible results that you deserve and we can't wait to help you get them. So once again, DM Black Friday to us on Instagram to at Colossus Fit to get that started. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.